0: Politicians trustworthy When it comes to our super folks, they're all bloody menaces. Andy and I say this all the time. Our number one, our number one wealth eroder. Um, unfortunately, in Australia and many places, are bloody politicians. They change the rules all the time. They make up new taxes. They they change the rules. They absolutely become financial menaces when it comes back. Got some feedback, have I?
1: We were talking about. We were talking about um, the number one menace, weren't we? About who messes with our wealth, our money, more than anyone else in our our financial system, and that's the uh, politicians, folks. Politicians, and um, Andy and I have said this many times that um, that uh, they're the ones who can mess with our mojo uh, a bit. And I wanted to talk to you about something that I saw just recently. Uh, that might uh, spark a little bit of controversy, potentially something we need to think about. Anyway, our super is something we need to think about as we go along, right? Um, Most of us know this. Hey, good morning. David, Tim, Alison, Kevin, Jeff, Shasank. Good to see all of you here as we go. Um, But yeah, our super is something we need to talk about. We need to think about, right? Our wealth, when it comes to the world of our future... Is made up of, of a number of things, and um, for many of us, especially when we're a bit younger, um, I think we forget to understand or manage or realise that how powerful our super is. Has the headline I've seen, and I put that in the uh, in the chat this morning or in the headline this morning. Labour wants to harness the three point four trillion dollar super industry to help deliver its housing promises. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. They want our money to deliver their promise that, uh, to be honest, I think it's going to be an absolute disaster, you know. When, has, when have they ever been involved in a housing initiative that's delivered better stuff? I mean, they can't even improve the system that's in place already and now they're saying, all right, let's build a million houses or 100,000 houses or whatever it was in the budget uh, and you know what? You know what? Here's the drill. Here's the drill. You know, I instead of us putting it in our budget, you know, instead of us, you know, uh, managing our fiscal responsibilities better, you know what? We're just going to put our hand in the cookie jar and use your money. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> oh, Alison, you're dead right. You know, I think it's ludicrous, and unfortunately, unfortunately, most Aussies. Most Aussies don't really um, don't really care because you know what um, what happens for many of us is when we're starting out with our super. Tell me when you were these ages, kind of like let's say eighteen to kind of yeah, man, even eighteen to forty. You know, let's call it twenty to forty. The first twenty years of your life, super super. Tell me in the chat. What, what did you think about super? Um, yeah, what happened to the future fund? Exactly, Tim. Let's build housing. No. Let's build, you know, energy security. Let's build uh, infrastructure. You know, let's build, you know, like seriously, folks, seriously. You know, like they've caused the problem. The government's caused the problem with housing. You know, they launch a bloody APRA investigation. Absolute turkeys. You know, they bash... You know they bash the the brokers who are the best people in the finance world. Banks, you know, uh, you know, talk about thieving. You know, banks got got fined hundreds of millions of dollars because they were taking money from dead people. I, I mean, seriously. You know, and then you know the government says, "Oh yeah, no, that's all right. Let's just sweep it under the carpet and let's have a have an attack on good young, you know, and anyway, not young but good, keen." you know, by and large, really honest, hard-working finance brokers who are trying to do the best thing for their clients, uh, attack the financial planning industry, you know, then blow up the supply chain of money and lending. So then our supply, our, our property supply dwindles. They chase away, uh, you know, international investing in the country. So no one wants to invest here because the tax regime is so onerous and they wonder why we sit here right now, five years later, eight years later, ten years later, and we've got no houses. Wake up and smell the roses, you lot! Oh my lord, I'm a bit fired up this morning, folks. The the government—they're absolute muppets when it comes to this stuff. But let's stick to the plan. Um, yeah, there you go. Tim was like, I didn't, I didn't think much of my super when I was young. It was only a small amount. Exactly. That's what happens. Tell me, anyone else, what did you think of your super? Or did you even know what super was when you were like, you know, young when you first started out, 20 years old, 30 years old? Did you even care? I didn't even care. I, did, I didn't even think it was real money. Tell me in the chat, folks, what did you think of super um when you were young? When you were like first starting out. <laughs> oh yeah, I better better not drink too many coffees. <laughs> To be honest, they really don't know what they're doing when it comes to like housing and stuff like that. Um, there you go. Yeah, Alison was peeved. Like it went backwards. You know, <clears throat> she thought uh, it should grow. You know, but a lot of people, a lot of people don't even. It's not even real. It's not even real. Is it real? It's not even my money. Is it actually my money? You know. You know. Uh. You know. Who cares? Etc. Etc. You know. These things are what I hear from young people all the time. They don't don't understand about super. Uh, They don't think about it like we might when you're a bit older, you know, 50 or 60 or something like that or even 40, you know. The challenge is have a look at the balances for most people, folks, when and if we do pass the age of retirement, check it out. Balances Pretty average when it comes to the differences actually men and women ladies you get you get a fairly raw deal unfortunately um, you know again, you know why can't you why can't you split the contributions between you and your partner if your partner stays at home if one partner chooses to you know take care of the kids because that's what you've chosen or one partner works part-time, you know. Um, anyway, like, get me started on this. Like, you know, the government, you know, it just, anyway. So, there's not a lot of money in people's super anyway, right? And now, they want to put their grotty little hands on it to fix a problem that they caused. Uh, really annoys me, this stuff. But anyway, what what can we do about it? What, what, like, a lot of people don't think that super is real. Like, it's not my money. But, you know, you guys have seen me do this before you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we say, you know, who owns your Monday? That's the ATO, right? All the way up to, by and large, most people, you know, up to about 100K, you know, taxes, owns your Monday. And this one here, you know, what's the, what is the, what is the, Contribution now. What's the money that goes into your super now? What's the percentage, folks? It's just gone up a little bit. Tell me in the chat. What's the percentage going into your super? Because that's super, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, Alison. Unfortunately, Alison. And this is the thing. Well, this is where you know defined benefit schemes are actually like quite good. They're actually a little bit more lucrative for some of the contributors than others Uh, am I still on? Uh, Ricky was saying I'm muted, let me know if you can't hear me, Uh, hello hello Uh, internet is playing up on my side unfortunately unfortunately. Uh, tell me folks can you hear me? let me go back here uh, can you hear me? Was was I muted just there? Ricky said um, I was muted. I'm going to change to my iPad. Uh, better now. Okay, Ricky, that's cool, mate. <laughs> Gee, yeah, I tell you, 10.5%. So 10.5% <coughs> of that. Now let's put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective. All right. I, w- I just want to bring this home when we comes to when we come to. Let's say we work, and I'm just going to round this up. Let's say we work from age 20 to 60. We go 40 years. 40 years. All right. 40 years. 40 years. Now, tell me, out of this 40 years, 40 years of your working life, check this out. 40 years of your working life. I'm going to rub this out here for a second. All right, 40 years of your working life and uh, and there's probably more but let's just do do this as an easy an easy mathematical equation all right 40 years check out this in sequence okay who gets the first piece now let's not do it as a week let's do it for, <laughs> let's do it let's do this as we go along right check it out the first the first um tell me who gets the first piece of your 40 years right? The first four years goes to super. Now, hopefully, folks, that gets used at the end, but it's not a lot, right? Who takes the next part, which is 25% of your 40 years, 40 times 25% is 10. 10 years, 10 years. Check this out. 10 years you work for who? 10 years you work for the ATO. 10 years you work for the ATO. The average Aussie, let's make it 25%, but it's actually closer to 30%. 10 years you work for the bank. Four years you hopefully work for super that goes down here, but you work for that period of time to contribute to that, right? And then, unfortunately, most people work for the credit card companies. That's another four years. All right? And what have you got left over here? You've got two fifths of bugger all. You've got Friday. Friday left. We'd call that like 20%, didn't we, of, of that. You've got maybe eight years, I think it is. Anyway, I don't know if my math is correct. <laughs> Close enough. Anyway, 12 years. Call it 12 years. All right? Yeah, there we go, 12 years. Not enough, folks, not enough, not enough, not enough to get you to this end of the, yeah, sweet FA. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, you know, for me, this is a little bit of a crazy idea, but what can we do about it, folks? We know, we all know that there are four... Well, let's do the main three. Let's do the main three streams of wealth, right? Number one stream of wealth, number one, your principal place of residence. Folks, you know, you guys know that. You need to have that absolutely humming, humming, humming. Number two, your investment property portfolio. Now, there's some, there's some, a number of reasons that that you know these are good, right? Uh, that's number two. Number three, you're super, you're super. Okay. They are the three streams of wealth most people have access to that they can manage as investors, and there's a fourth, which is. For entrepreneurs and business owners, obviously, business wealth. Um, And there's a bunch of benefits there, right? But, folks, for all of us, what are you doing about all of these, right? What plan do you have for all of them? Because I know what I've done with my stuff. I control my own super. I invest it my way and Thankfully, thankfully, there are some people uh, in the system that understand that understand uh, that our, our super is for us and our future. Like how's that? The rules are, if you set up a self-managed super, there's so many rules around making sure you invest it, you know, it's to be. It's for that person's future. It's for that person's retirement. There's all these rules. You can get in trouble. You can get fined. But no, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry about the rules. When the government stuff up, when the government stuff up, don't worry about the rules. Don't worry about making it for Jason's future or, you know, someone else's future. Don't worry about that. We stuffed up. We've got a problem with housing so we're going to use your money. We're going to use the super money. Kidding me? Kidding me? Anyway, <laughs> there you go, folks. Yeah, um, yeah, totally, Tim. So for me, I like to be in charge of my wealth, my decisions, and if it goes wrong, that you know, then I'm responsible. If it goes right, I'm responsible. Uh, and thankfully, there are some rules that you can understand and manage. And, you know, be in charge of your financial future way more than letting the government diddle the till when they make a mistake about housing and then they want to use your super to fix it. Fucking kidding me. Anyway, folks, there you go. A little bit of a rant this morning, to be honest, a little bit of a ranty rant uh, Monday, but uh, hopefully you're all awesome and well or whatever's going on for you. Um, hopefully your week is going to be great. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted Monday. Folks, make sure you join us tonight. Mentoring is going to be an absolute cracker. Some of you have already heard me say a few of these things tonight, but I'm going to connect them all in sequence. We're sitting at the doorstep uh, of the of the next boom, and uh, you've got to know what's going on. Interest rates have gone up. It's made people nervous, but for the smart investor, this is the perfect time to pounce and or double down on their strategy if they understand how to do it. So make sure tonight you get along. I'm going to be presenting. We've got a guest, Brennan Latimer, and Sam's going to be there. Also, Tab's got a couple of um, success stories as well. So it's going to be action packed, folks. Make sure you get along to mentoring tonight. A tip from me, Wealth Coffee Chat, done and dusted. Over and out for Monday the 14th. Join me tomorrow on Tuesday for another one. All right, folks, you guys take care. Bye for now. Adios. See you tonight.